Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day. Day at Whole Foods Market. When was the last time you had an orgasm? Okay, but when was the last time you had an orgasm that was so incredible it healed your sexuality? Lots of us approach masturbation as just a thing to do to get us off and move on with our day. But what if you could touch yourself to facilitate sexual liberation? With chakras, you can. I've been using my chakrub for years, and what I love about it is that chakrubs not only gets me off, but helps me create an intentional self-pleasure practice that connects me to my body and my inner wisdom. Chakrubs is a woman-owned sexual wellness company that makes beautiful, handcrafted pleasure tools from pure crystal. These crystals are a natural, earth-made material that come with their own unique properties to help awaken higher levels of consciousness, help you work through emotional imbalances, and heal deep core wounding. And the orgasms are incredible. If you want to bring sensual vibes and much-needed healing to your sexuality, go to chakrubs.com and use my code LIBERATION to get 15% off your purchase. That's C-H-A-K-R-U-B-S dot com, promo code LIBERATION for 15% off your purchase. Center your pleasure and heal your sexuality with chakras, and may your orgasms be plentiful. Hey everyone, I'm Evian Whitney, and this is The Sexually Liberated Woman. I am so excited to share this episode with you today because it features a conversation between me and two of my favorite people, my mom and my sister. This isn't the first time they've been on The Sexually Liberated Woman. I spoke to my mom, whose name is Simone, about her own sexual liberation journey, which was both hilarious and heartwarming on episode 19. 
And then I spoke to my sister, whose name is Jeremy, about how she came into her sexual identity, where we also talked about weed and chronic pain and the way we both grew up into our sexualities. And that was on episode 36. If you haven't listened to those episodes yet, please do because they'll bring even more context to today's episode and it'll also give you an idea of what their own sexual history has been like. Each time they were on my podcast, even though there were a few light moments, what we were ultimately discussing was a bit heavy and at times difficult to listen to. And while it's important to make space for the hard shit, (laughs) I also want to make space for the fun shit too, especially because so much of what the three of us are like when we're together is fun and goofy and silly with each other. So I brought my mom and my sister on again at the same time to have a little fun with me. Neither of them had any idea of what I had under my sleeve with this episode, All they knew was that I wanted to have both of them on to talk sex with them. Little did they know, (laughs) I had found 21 fun, silly, and a little embarrassing (laughs) sex questions to ask them and create many discussions off of their answers. And what comes through is hilarious and delightful and really, really sweet. There are also a lot of what I like to call mommyisms, and you'll know what I mean by that as you listen. We actually recorded this on Mother's Day after spending the entire day with each other, so we were feeling really comfortable and loose and happy to be in each other's presence because, unfortunately, we don't see each other as much as we'd like. And while I was sitting there with all of my podcast gear on my dining room table, listening to my mom wax poetic about lovemaking and my sister share her adventures in public sex, I felt an immense swell of gratitude and love and just awe for these two women who have raised and supported me and who were being so brave and open with me about their own sexualities in that moment. I walked away from this conversation feeling extremely blessed and lucky and so, so grateful to have a relationship with my mom and my sister that is both open and honest and also trusting enough that we can have conversations like this at all. Because it wasn't always this way. (laughs) So I'm really, really grateful for how close we are and how much love there is between us. So I hope you enjoy this fun little conversation between me, my mom, and my sister, and that you get a kick out of listening to the stories and sentiments of two of the most powerful women I know. And hey, if you're feeling brave and want to have a fun, quirky conversation with some of your loved ones about sex and butt stuff, (laughs) because that comes up. Head over to the Sexually Liberated Woman's website, which is sexuallyliberatedwoman.com, or you can just click on the show notes of this episode, and you can ask the very same questions I did to my mom and my sister on this episode. Enjoy! So, um... I guess 
what inspired this is I loved having you guys on my podcast. And um, when we had our our podcast episodes, when we were having our conversations, I mean, there were like some, there's levity, right? But like, it wasn't like fun stuff that we were talking about. So I thought to change it up and to just like, you know, have us have a little fun, I would ask you some questions. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and these questions I am calling 21 sex questions. Oh my gosh. <laughs> With mommy and Jeremy. Oh my oh, gosh. Excellent. Okay. So the way that this is going to work is I'm going to ask you guys some questions. I'll chime in every once in a while because I don't want you guys to feel like you're being, you know. Grilled. Grilled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> these questions are... They're, they're interesting questions. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. And so I'm going to ask you guys the questions and you guys just give me your honest answer. Okay. okay. If you have a question that you're like, mm, don't want to answer, don't want to answer that. You can just say, I'm not answering. However, okay. I made these questions very, very tame. So you might get a little crap from me if you decide to skip. <laughs> like you, you're allowed to skip one or two, but you okay. can't skip all of them. Okay. Okay. I would love your first thoughts first. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't want you guys to be like, well, okay, what is the right answer? I know my real answer, but what is the answer that I want other people to hear? You know, like, what's your real answer? Okay. Let's get real, you guys. Like, this is our real red table talk, except my table isn't red. Do you guys know red don't table tell people that. Yeah. It's so red. It's red so table. red. You should see it. It's <laughs> super red. Okay. So, are you guys ready? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I have, like, butterflies, and I'm ready. Yay! That's what I want. Um, do you have any questions? No. Are you concerned? Yes. <laughs> I'm not concerned. I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay. okay. Jeremy's uh, excited. I'm a little worried. What are you worried about? Because I don't know what kind of questions you're going to ask. They're, they're like... Oh, we'll just, we can just get into it. Okay. No, it's okay. time. What do you think about the term making love? Journey made a face. Yeah. Mommy smiled. Can I? Can I? Yeah. Okay. So I think it's kind of, it's endearing, but it's cheesy. Yeah. Like a little bit, you know, there's been times where like in the right context of the moment, you're like, oh, that's so sweet. And then other times I'm kind of like, no, just be real about it. Like, what are we, what are we doing? Like, what are you asking? Yeah. Like, and making love just doesn't feel like that. Making love reminds me of the match game. I think that game show. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I think they just use that phrase. They said making, no, they said making That's right. Yeah. They did making say making which is really which is weirder. Weird. More weird. Like rather. who thought of that? What do you think? Well, I think it's, I think it's endearing. And the reason why I think so is because if you look at the word make or making love, it's bringing you together. It's mm. bringing two people together and you're making that love grow stronger. So as much as I'd like oh, to say like that, that it sounds like it's that cheesy, really it's really not. In fact, I would say that I use it, Jeff and I use it more times than not. Because it's, to me, sex sounds more like, ah, uh, sex. But <laughs> making love sounds very endearing and very precious and very sweet. And I think that's kind of the way I view our relationship. So oh, I so love we're that. Bring it together. So, so I have to say that I asked that question to every one of my guests. I never asked that question to you guys before. But I asked that question to every one of my guests. And like 90% of the time, everyone's like, I 
don't like that. It's gross. I don't, it just sounds so corny. It's so cheesy. <laughs> I think the last time I talked to someone about this, I said like, I can't say it without cracking a smile <laughs> because it just seems so like weird, but I love your response. Like yeah. it's not like, I don't know. I guess I haven't really thought of it as a like making your love grow stronger. Like that's yeah. really interesting. It's kind of like, like when you're making a batch of bread and you get like yeast and then you get the flour and everything else. And then what you see is just a little lump of clay, but then the more the yeast begins to rise, it grows and grows and grows. Well, that's kind of how making love, it's kind of like bread where you, you, the more you invest in it, the more you grow more and more in love. So it's kind of like, you're making so it sweet. happen. That's you know? so sweet. So it's like, so I think I, I like learned mommy's answer. Yeah, I'm, I've not thought of it that way. Yeah, I think yeah. I learned something more and more with Jeff every single time we do make love because it's like we're bringing ourselves together. And, 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 and I probably will answer a question before you even begin to ask, but is there such thing as um, makeup sex or makeup love? Yes, there is. So, I mean, like if you have an argument, Sometimes you have to make cookies, make bread, make whatever, but make love is probably. I love how she keeps like coming back to baking. It's like it speaks to my heart. Because I love pastries. Anyway, yeah, (laughs) it's it's just like that. You know, you look at it as a way of really coming back together again. This is so cute. Like my eyes are watering. (laughs) This is so precious. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, I feel like ashamed of myself now that I no. was like making love is no, I'm, but you I'm know, I, I also think really it sweet. might be a generational thing too, because oh, like yeah. every person that I've asked this question to is like below the age of like 40, you know, mm-hmm. I think there might be something to that because I feel like making love came from like way, way, way back in the day. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it wasn't like, I feel like people in our generation aren't using that term and maybe that's why it it feels so cringy and so awkward. Mm -hmm. But when mommy explains it in that way, it makes sense. And I'm like, Oh, no wonder folks use that in Mm -hmm. that way. You know what I mean? Like it just gave, it just gave me a different meaning. Agreed. Okay. Next question. Have you ever fooled around in the backseat of a car? Are you talking about married or non married? (laughs) No one was getting specific about I, married I or non-married. There was not married or boyfriend or partnered in that question. So just period. Yeah. Ever. Yes. Journey? <laughs> yes. Would you care to elaborate? Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll elaborate. So most memorably, it was uh, our one of our wedding anniversaries. It was not this most recent, but it was a wedding anniversary. And I remember, um, oh no, dating anniversary because it was snowing out actually. And it was freezing in the car. And we were laughing the entire time because we we're like, what are we thinking? Like, why are we doing this? <laughs> um, but it was, it was really comical. But I, if I am really admitting this to myself, we actually like fold around in the movie theater that we saw a movie in, and then we went to the car. So it was like a multi-part <laughs> evening. So <laughs> there is that. <laughs> and nobody yelled, "Get a room." <laughs> no, we were parked behind like a snow pile. Wow, <laughs> amazing, mommy. Would you care to elaborate? But you don't have to. No, any, there's any stories. No. Okay, that's fine. It's all good. I'll say um, the funniest story that I ever had fooling around in the back of a car 
was when Jonathan and I first started dating. And obviously he was living in a studio apartment and I was living with you guys. Mm -hmm. So like I didn't really, we, we didn't really have a place to go. And oftentimes what we would do is we would just like get motels and just like stay the night just so that he didn't have to drive home or I didn't have to drive home really, really late, all that stuff. Um, and so one time I can't believe I'm telling this story to you. I feel so bad. One time I used the line, we're going to go get ice cream. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Anytime I said, anytime ever in my life with a boy I've ever said, we're getting ice cream. We weren't getting ice cream. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I thought you really liked ice cream. Yeah. She loved ice cream. (laughs) No. Um, so one time Jonathan was over we said that we were going to go get ice cream and we ended up parking in the goalie behind our house. Oh, um, and, <laughs> and we were fooling around in the back of the car and we saw this, um, really bright light flooding in the back seat. And I freaked out cause I was like, Oh my gosh, it's a cop. We're about to get arrested. And then I heard something overhead and I was like, that sounds like a helicopter. Sure enough, it was a helicopter. It was shining its uh, brights into our car. And I thought we were getting arrested. So I was half naked. Jonathan was fully naked. I was freaking out, being like, oh my gosh, we're about to get arrested. And I was like trying to put on my clothes. I jumped in the front seat of the car. I turned on the the car engine and we started driving and it started following us. (laughs) And I really think that they were just messing with us. Like very clearly they saw that we were like two teenagers getting busy in the back of a car and they're like, hey, you know what we should do tonight? (laughs) Um, And they uh, followed us for a couple blocks before they like flew away. That was the last time we ever fooled around in a car. Oh my God. It scared us so bad. Like we were shaking for like 30 minutes and actually we, um, when we came home, I was still visibly shaken and I was telling Jonathan, like, I, I I hope my mom and my sister can't tell what just happened (laughs) because clearly we didn't get ice cream because I was like traumatized. So that's my story. That's the last time we ever fooled around in the back of the car. Wild. Wild. Um, okay. Question number three. (laughs) would you rather accidentally send a dirty voicemail to your boss or to your mother you have to pick one oh my god (laughs) dirty meaning can you elaborate (laughs) (laughs) i mean something you would not want like 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 as if i was sending it to my husband exactly exactly Oh, I would definitely send it to my boss on accident before i send it to my mom really why why your boss because my boss would be way more understanding if I said, oops, <laughs> my mother would be it'd be way over her head. And she'd go, wait, I don't understand. Why did you say that? And, oh, I didn't oh raise gosh. you that way. And, oh, my gosh, <laughs> you use that word? That's a cuss word. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, oh, I think so. I'm completely My boss, My boss would be more like, oh, no, no, no problem. <laughs> No problem, I got it. <laughs> okay, what about you? Um, I would rather it... <sighs> yeah, I'd rather have it go to my boss. Really? I, I would much rather not have you receive that voicemail, Mama-san. I would rather him, which is really weird because that's also very traumatizing. Yeah. Oh, I'd be very impressed. That's hard because obviously I work for myself, so I'm my own boss. I, I don't know. I <laughs> right. feel like if I had a boss, I would rather... You hear it, mommy. Yeah, I mean, I think I would be. I think if I were to get a voicemail by accident from either one of you, I probably would say, 
oh, okay. I mean, it wouldn't be like, oh my God, oh my God. I'd be like, hey, you're uh, like, Evian, oh, shoot. you actually called me by mistake to let you know. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> and Journey, you kind of know I, when to turn yeah, it off. You yeah. Know? yeah. I didn't finish listening, but you called me. I deleted it. <laughs> I swear I deleted it. I didn't listen. Right, yeah. right. Oh I think my, my I, I think I would I I wouldn't want to because I feel like it's there's some kind of code yeah. of ethics that I would just like <laughs> oh no I think my only saving grace is that since I work in the cannabis industry, I would hope that my boss is just super like stoned when he hears it <laughs> and is just like just laughing. Like I honestly don't think that he would take it seriously at all. He would just be like, "This is priceless." <laughs> oh, that's, that's funny. a good one. Okay, question number four: What's a dirty song about sex that you used to sing in love before you knew that it was actually about sex? Like most Prince songs. I know, right? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I know most there's one song songs. called Cream. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Is it Little Red Corvette also Yeah, dirty? there's a there's a connotation that goes with Little Red Corv- Corvette as well. But yeah, Cream for sure was pretty. And then there's uh, one song by Janet Jackson that I, mean, I was listening most to. Most songs by Janet there was Jackson. one that I was listening to and literally she was having an orgasm. I mean, I heard it like maybe a month ago and I went... Wait, like, how come I didn't realize that? I, all these years, I've, I'm just now realizing that she's having an orgasm on this. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I'm trying to think of the song for me. I think it would probably be that song. I mean, it's so stereotypical. Everyone always says this song, but it's true. That Too Close song. Mm. Stand back, you're dancing kind of close. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I realized with uh-huh. the poke. Was, oh my gosh, was, I know. Uh, yeah, it was very, I felt That's a little alarming. Like, kind of gross. And then also, um, that song Peaches and Cream by 112. Ooh, that's foul. Yeah. I, I don't know what, <laughs> I I think in my brain, I always thought like he was talking about like a daiquiri. Oh my gosh. <laughs> See what I took it as, I took it as like, I knew that people eating like strawberries and chocolate was like sexy. So I thought that like Peaches and Cream was like another like, I thought people were just eating peaches and cream before they, like, caught it on. And that was, like, sexy. They're like, yeah. Like, I don't do strawberries and chocolate. I do peaches and cream. Oh. That is That's a and really people, interesting like, twist. People um, called me Peaches. Like, that was, like, a nickname. Yeah, and I then, remember. like, later I was like, <laughs> like I, I I just liked the song. I didn't really know what I was getting at. My bad. Okay. Question number five. Have you ever been caught in the act? And if so, by who? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Do you care to say more? (laughs) I think you will remember this because you were the one that caught us in the act. Oh, yeah. She was like, plot twist. You were little. Oh. Yeah, I was. Was that where I was looking through the window? window. Yeah. You were, what are you guys doing? (laughs) I will preface this to say that you're probably like seven or eight. Maybe six, seven. What are you guys doing in there? And your dad said straight out, Evian, go play. And she said, but what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Go play. We're taking a nap. I'm taking yeah. a nap 
But I'm on top of your mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's how naps start. With and adults. you're like, come on. Okay. <laughs> wow. And you're, I think I know something's going on, but oh okay, I'm going somewhere else. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's funny. And then, of course, we, after it was all over and done with, we both said, you go first. No, you go first. You go out the door first. I'm like, Chicken, go out the door and face your daughter first. <laughs> why were you guys, like, I had no idea what was going on. Whether you're going to ask, so what were you doing? What so we're like, that? so finally go, okay, fine. I'll go out the door. Hey, guys, how's it going? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, what about you? Um, I've actually never been caught in the act, per se. Like, no one's ever barged in. I've had people knock, and thank God they knocked. But then it was, like, an awkward thing. Like, uh, when I was living with my ex's parents, like, our bedroom was right across from their bedroom. And so if they, like, needed something, they would just, like, pop over and, like, knock. Luckily, they never barged in, but it was still, like, this awkward moment of, like, Okay, like, let's make our voices sound completely regular. Yep, no one's breathing heavy at all. Super calm. Yeah, we both have clothes on. Totally. He's just under the blankets. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoever looked the least disheveled would just kind of, like, pop over and be like, yeah, hey. No, we were just watching a movie. Oh okay, my love you guys. Have a good night. Yeah. And then we just like, great, now we have to be quieter. But, yeah, luckily, luckily, I was never actually fully... Yeah, never fully walked in on knock on wood. I don't want that. Yeah, I don't that's want never that. happened to me either. Praise God. Yeah, I'll, I no. think I'll I'll be pretty traumatized. No matter who it yeah. is, I'll be pretty traumatized. Yeah, I'd be pretty traumatized too. Like I still remember walking in on somebody by accident in the bathroom, and that stays with me. <laughs> so like, I can't imagine what it'd be like to walk in on somebody like having sex. Yeah, I I don't think I could unsee that. Yeah, I really don't think so. Question number six, which do you think is more true, that it's about the size of the boat or the motion of the ocean? (laughs) The motion of the ocean. Okay. The motion of the ocean. Um, The motion of the ocean. I would agree. I agree. Yeah, I would agree. I think that there is way too much importance and precedence put on the size of a penis. Like, I think it's really stupid. Oh, yeah. Really, really stupid. I agree. It's... It's kind of like a doctor. You you could have a scalpel and know how to use that scalpel, or you can have a scalpel and really botch up the surgery. And you have to know really how to utilize it. I mean, I'm dying. We <laughs> call them not a, not analogies. Analogies. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I, I mean, love like, analogies. Uh, I'm going to be thinking about like sex when I see a man with a scalpel. I'm going to be thinking about sex bread. when I see somebody making bread. <laughs> Like, you're like, oh, they're making love. They're making bread. Their yeast is rising. Oh my god! And that was like perfect because it's very warm in here. The yeast is rising. That is so precious. Uh, okay. Oh my gosh. Question number seven: What is it about your husband that you're most attracted to? Man, that's hard. Because I maybe sometimes it's just like mannerisms almost like there's just like certain ways to like move or look or speak like it's kind of those little things it's not necessarily like like obviously looking dead at him he's incredibly attractive to me but it's sometimes in those like little things where I think he wouldn't even notice what he's doing Mm -hmm. like it's kind of when they're oblivious to it also that I'm just like oh he's so hot so yeah it's it's the subtle things I think it, it is subtle because there are times when we're holding hands and I 
feel all of a sudden like I'm either getting ready to trip or fall, and he squeezes my hand and it lets me Aww. know I'm there. Right. I'm not gonna let you fall. And that was, in fact, that was when I knew that I was gonna marry him because I knew that he was gonna protect me because we were going upstairs to get our marriage license. And somehow I tripped going up the stairs because I can. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember instantly he squeezed my hand and and instantly stopped me from falling. And And he didn't even realize it, but I thought, this is the kind of man that will protect me no matter what the situation. And he's done that every single time. I mean, he's always let me know no matter what the cost. I'm willing to lay lay down my life if I have to. So that's one of the reasons why I feel like that's attractive to me. And then there are times when, like when he's preaching, sometimes when he's got his his, hands in his pockets, I'll look at him and go, gosh, my man is so powerful. Or something like that. Or Mm -hmm. just when I know that he's doing something that really is provoking, innocently provoking just the um, innocence, but yet quirkiness in him. Where he's, I know he's like totally late, laid back. That's when I find that I'm really, really, um, I find that he's charming and, and all that. Aww. That's so cute. She's doing all like the sweet answers. And I'm I just know. like, I'm sitting over here honestly thinking about like the other thing that I find really attractive, which like something that I find really sexy that he thankfully has is like a happy trail. I love a good happy trail. <laughs> and like she's over here being sweet and I'm just like, Happy trail. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man. Well, I'll I'll make it better. I'll say that the the thing that really attracted me to Jonathan was actually the first thing. And you'll actually remember this journey because we met Jonathan and I met on MySpace. And so one of the first photos that I saw, I showed to you. Remember? Mm-hmm. He was shirtless and you're like, This guy isn't real. Yeah. Like he up. is at the time, it wasn't called a catfish, but we know mm-hmm. now that in our lexicon, it's called a catfish. But yeah, you're like, he's not re- he's not real. Mm-hmm. He's totally faking. This is not his real photo. <laughs> but it was like abs for days. Yes. And I was like, how? I was like, that's not real. How is a man built like this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I don't understand. And like, he, he still has those abs. I so. thought if that... Okay, so first I thought that it definitely was not real at all. But then if I entertained that it was real, then I was like, he is a murderer. <laughs> like he's just like he like lures women into like his trap and he's just like a murderer. So that's what I thought also. I was like, this is just all too good to be true. Like oh, yeah. don't Me too. don't do this. Me too. He's going to be It should not have worked. A, a yeah. an abbed murderer. But the, but the thing is, if you really stop and think about it, sometimes it's not necessarily the exterior of a person that attracts you to him. It's more the interior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I when I divorced, I dated quite a few guys that were, I, I mean, I went by the looks first mm-hmm. and then went, oh. Right. And, and so I've learned so much about... Um, not looking at the abs and the um, the muscular build as well as sexually coming from that angle, I think he pleases me more than any other man has pleased me. Mm-hmm. And that's what says so much to me. It's not just about what he looks like on the outside, but what he does on the inside too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. Cause you guys have that emotional chemistry. Oh and connection. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, for sure. You guys are doing great so far. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Good. Okay, good. Number eight, have you ever been hit on by a woman? Yes. 
Oh, you both have the same oh visceral response. Oh my goodness. Like it took two seconds for each oh of you to goodness. register. Jeremy's face looked horrified. <laughs> Mommy's face, I don't know. You looked like, oh yes. I had forgotten. I have a story. My, and it like came flushed out. Jeremy's like crying. <laughs> Okay. Did you act upon it or something? <laughs> what oh, no. What happened, if you don't mind sharing? Oh, my goodness. So um, I was at a friend's house. Um, he literally just had three additional people who came over that evening. Um, I believe two of them were guys, and then there was this girl. And the whole time, um, him, my friend, and his roommate kept saying, like, oh, so-and-so is coming to the party, and she's going to love you. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. Like, I can't wait to meet her. And then, like, as the night progressed, like, she hadn't shown up yet, and people are, like, starting to get drunk, and they're just like, whoa, she's going to love you. I should have taken the hint at that time. <laughs> so, like, this girl walks in. I mean, to my compliment, she was stunning. But the very first thing, they were so right, the very first thing that happened when she saw me is she was like, oh, hello. Who are you? And then I realized, I was like, oh, Okay. Well, the whole night she proceeded to just like basically follow me around. Like she was just being incredibly complimentary, but girl was like gushing. And everyone else thought that it was so hilarious because she's a very forward person. She's very direct. And I could not shake her. I could not shake her at all. And finally, it took my friend to be like, hey, like, I think I think she's good. Like, you're, you can give her a little space. Like, I was literally just sitting, and she would sit in the chair next to me, and she would, like, put her, her head on her, like, hands and just be, like, staring at me as I'm telling a story. <laughs> like, she fell for it. But, um, yeah, it was, it was just really funny because she was so... I think just in seeing her and seeing her eyes light up when she saw me, I was like, oh, my oh God. Boy. <laughs> I had never been looked at like that by a woman before. Where I was like, oh, my. <laughs> okay, what about you, Mommy? Oh, well, I was at work um, way back when, and there's a an African-American woman that kept being really, really nice. She's like, we need to have lunch together. And, and I'm like, okay, great. And, you know, just she would just come up to me and she'd say, oh, I love your dress. And you look so pretty today. I'm like, oh, thank you. Well, one night, well, one evening I got off of work and I was waiting for your dad to pick me up. And I'm sitting outside and she comes up to me with another lady and she says, and all of a sudden she rubs my hand and she goes, this is my friend. <laughs> and she's still rubbing my hand and she goes, this is my friend. And she goes, do you want to be our friend? And I'm like, <gasps> wow. Oh, <my. laughs> yeah. Whoa. She says, yeah, we can be friends. And I'm like, we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> we are friends. <laughs> I'm like, oh uh, my, my husband's on his way. Oh, he's here now. Um, yeah, it was like, oh, oh my gosh. gosh. I had no idea she was she was rolling that way, but I, I just thought she was just being really extremely nice until she started rubbing my hand <laughs> and saying, "This is my friend. You want to be our friend? Our friend? Our friend? Yeah, I'm plural. Like, oh, yeah, you're getting yeah. invited like, into okay. something. Yeah. So, so oh what did you gosh. say? You just said no and just like left. yeah. I said, really? oh, I'm married. I'm happily married. And he, and you never like now. talked to her again. She kind of avoided me. Oh, which is, which is for the best because. <laughs> I just thought she was just a really nice woman. Yeah, and right, all of a sudden right. she turned out to be the, this is my friend. I'm like, oh, like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, how many people do you think you've kissed? I love how you both are counting. They're both looking up at the ceiling. 
counting on their fingers. I think. I bet she. I think she has kissed more probably, people than I have. Probably like ten. Because you dated. Ooh, yeah, you dated. Yeah. yeah. Ten to twelve. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Man, you're like double your daughter. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like anything led led to anything, but. Sure. I mean, but a kiss is a kiss. This Counts. is true. Yeah. Oh shoot! No, actually, I remembered a couple more. It's okay. I think I'm. <laughs> I think I'm at seven or eight. So okay. I'm not too far behind. I was at a solid six before, and I was like, "No, that's right." But I mean, the saying is, "You got you have to kiss a lot of toes before you meet your handsome prince." <laughs> and you know what? Honestly, that is so true because, man, I kiss some serious yeah. toes. Yeah. I'm like, "Dang, I can't believe I." Whoa. <laughs> all I have to say is that one guy with the cup. All I have to say. Oh, I'm don't, no. We don't even need to get no, into that. But just no, the guy no, with the cup. We yeah, don't need so to go yes. into that. We're no. good. Please pass uh, the Yes. Um, let's just move on to the next question. Um, what is your opinion of sexting, and have you ever done it? No, I don't think. I mean, I think I'm more reserved because I know that anything could happen. I've had a few texts that have gone to the wrong person accidentally. <laughs> so I, you know, I might do an innuendo first before I do something really, really bold and blatant. It will be something like, you Smart. know, thinking of you and last night was, you know, was wonderful or whatever, but it's mm-hmm, not going to be. Right. There's no way I'm going to actually sex like initiate some sort of okay i think that that's smart honestly (laughs) i really do okay what about you um no although when um my now husband and i were just dating we were long distance for a little while and so we would send like photos to each other and things like that or we'd like video chat but i never texted I don't know. It just, it always seemed really risky to me. Yeah. And yeah. yeah that's just, I'm not, ugh, yeah, I don't, it is. Ugh, I yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not bold enough for that. Yeah. So yeah, really anything else. And even whenever I send photos, it takes me about 10 minutes to send one photo because yeah. I keep staring at the recipient. Yeah. And, I'm just and you like, want to make sure that it it's is going to the right person. Like I repeat it to myself like a million times. Like, okay, this is the photo. There's one. <laughs> I'm sending it to my husband. This is yeah. his name. This is his name. Look again. Yep. Yeah. It's him. Cool. You're not, you've not selected anybody else. No okay, CCs excellent. Or no yeah. BCCs. <laughs> right. Nobody's added on. This is not the group chat. Like, we're all good. So I like panic for a little while and then I'm good. And then I can send the photo. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm always pretty nervous about that myself. All right. Next question. Would you rather never have sex again or never be able to use the internet for the rest of your life? What? Wait. Are we going to use the internet again? And would never you rest? rather? Would you rather never have sex again, or never be able to use the internet for that the rest of your cruel. life? That is a cruel question. You have to pick one. That is, you have to pick one. Um, wow. I think I'd rather not have sex. Really? Wow. Because you can be intimate without having the actual intercourse. I agree. And love that touch and the ability just to lay in each other's arms and i could i could totally be good with that that's true and still have the internet i mean you can have both having worlds. a crisis of yeah, conscience like my whole life is flashing before my eyes right now i find this question greatly disturbing <laughs> think about it. 
Well, I mean, maybe, maybe. Like, does this mean I can't even use my GPS? Like, <laughs> do I have to use maps? Do I have to physically carry your own maps? I mean, suppose you want to look for a recipe. Right. And you don't have the yeah, recipe. No. You have to go to the library no and get the book. Like, I literally go okay, back here, to Okay, here's like, this. Here's no this. No email. You can use the internet, but only if you go to the library. Oh, oh. And you have to go to the library like no more than twice a week. Oh my gosh. Um, that means not being able to do a Yelp review. That means or... no Instagram. I mean, I'm I'm good on those things, but like I, I like being able to Google some stuff. I like playing stupid yeah, games on my phone. You'd have to, yeah. I mean, that would not be internet. That would just be that games. That counts. Yeah. Okay. So like then maybe no internet. Okay. Really? I think, yeah. You'd because if I could, yeah, yeah. I think like but, sex I mean, is just one of the best things that life get, has to offer. But what happens if you'd still be able to get pleased without having intercourse? Also, the perspective that I'm coming from is like, with, as a person who deals with a lot of chronic pain, something that actually makes my body feel good. Yeah. Like that is like my little like corner right. of the world of like greatness internet by all means is also because it's a great distraction from life there's a plethora of information you can socialize but it's like i would more be missing the research aspect yeah. and a gps than then i would be missing like social media and like all that like yeah. i don't care that much about losing that i care about like losing the research but yeah, yeah. i don't know that is well you would still have your research because you could go to the library yeah. i mean that's, that's true i wasn't even planning on making that little addendum but just for the sake of this all right. you know, i appreciate it though gave me a little you look, wiggle room you look like you're about to have an aneurysm <laughs> i think i did i think I, I think i did i think i might have died and come back again that was really brutal oh. that was the most savage question so far without a doubt Okay, question number 12. Where is the most unconventional place you've ever had sex? And you don't have to elaborate, just name the place. Um, I guess I kind of already named that earlier. The movie theater, I would say. Although I was once hanging out with some family that was not y'all. And like, Oli and I decided to like sneak off into the woods (laughs) for a second. And we were both keeping watch because we like placed ourselves on a trail and basically, I was like, you look left, and I'll look right. And if you see somebody. <laughs> and so we came back to, like, all the family and everything, and we're like, oh, yeah, like, it's really pretty over there, like, over that hill. <laughs> so, yeah, that that and just the movie theater. I'd say the movie theater was probably the, the all-time most bizarre, though, and probably would have never happened had it not been at that place, because it has couches. Yeah, I mean, there are couches. Yeah. It's so it's not do. like I was just in some, like, regular movie yeah, theater chair. I was in a couch, and I Chris in that couch i'm really sorry to that establishment <laughs> sometimes i feel guilty <laughs> okay what about you mommy um two places one would oh, be the golf, golf course or oh, a, a good one. school playground oh those are good those yeah. are good yeah a golf course uh-huh. that's that's like wow. that's cool yeah that, has, that like actually cool is points. cool and Grass a park and... too playground mm-hmm. Oh, a school. School it's playground. Actually, a school playground. Wow. I'm so impressed. Like, those I are some. Too. Yeah. I paid for it later, though. Why? Because I was allergic to grass. Oh, no. I had welts and hives everywhere oh, for days. No. At, at both places? Uh-huh. Oh, right, because it's a playground. Right. And there's yeah. grass at both places. Yes. Oh, man. But was it worth it? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, that's good. I think All right. So. All right. <laughs> You're like, at the well. time it was. <laughs> at the time. But afterwards, I was like, darn. Oh, my gosh. Oh okay, my could gosh. I ask like a random question because this is popping through my mind? Have Have you guys done anything like on the beach? Because I've not. Yes. And like was sand oh, yes. as big no of I a criminal in yes. that? Rec- okay, no, that's what I thought. No, there's no way I could because the sand it's like would- It's like sugar. Oh, it's- it doesn't melt oh. everywhere. Yeah, sugar yeah. that doesn't melt. It's yeah. everywhere. Oh, that's See, terrible. Sugar can melt. Yeah. Sand does not. And it's like, it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. There's no way. So no beaches. No. I think if you're no. going to do a beach. The, lay on no sand. I think if you're going to do a beach, do it at least on a, like a blanket or a towel. Yeah, but even still, you kick sand, so much sand on those towels. I know, you can't, you can't get rid like of Like, you would sand. literally have to have laid the towel down. See, I, I can't, like, I and don't want to map buster, out this like whole <laughs> dust buster. Yeah. I don't know. I don't trust it. I think there would be too too much abrasion going yeah, on. Yeah. I think that's risky. I mean, when it happened to me, exfoliation. We just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Go. It's exfoliation. Yeah. I don't know. Ouch. I'm, I'm kind of weird painful. about, yeah, I don't really want sand in my butt crack like that's not really Mm-mm. no i'll no. say the the weirdest place the most unconventional place was like on a rock in the middle of a desert mm, yeah that's pretty legitimate and Kudos. also in a half-built house <laughs> half-built house <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and yeah lots of other places but this isn't about me this isn't about you <laughs> um okay have you ever faked a headache to get out of sex yes that was like the fastest so, time that you've answered. Yes. <laughs> and I got caught on it too. Oh, you did? Oh, Wait, my how? Gosh. It's like, so did you really have a headache? <laughs> oh. I was like, oh, yeah, I did. That's right. It Sinuses hurts. are really triggering tonight. <laughs> I just wasn't in the mood. Don't touch me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, I had to be honest. That yeah. is so funny. Yeah. I wasn't honest at the time, but I was like, oh, my head is hurting. I need to take an aspirin. So you like kind of copped up to it later? Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, you kind of got That's caught. so nice of you. I, yeah. I, that would have died with me. I've been like, oh, yeah. Just hurting. Yeah. I always had a headache every time I've said I had a headache. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't get, uh, oddly enough, for having like as much chronic pain as I do, I don't, headaches are not my biggest plague. So if you were to say a headache, it, it would, would be, be, yeah, it would be, be obvious like, that it was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or he'd be like pretty concerned because usually if I get a headache, it's like pretty bad. Yeah. So it would be really visible if I had a headache because I can barely keep my eyes open when I do. So I would be caught. The the other pains, though, I mean, that's something else. Like, you know, I'm always in pain, but there are definitely times where I'm just like, mm, yeah, just real achy today, you know, just full body, no yeah. energy, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> and so I'm just kind of like, oh, no, I'm feeling okay. Like, I can kind of move, but I'm But I mean, I'm do you feel guilty so bad. Yes, but kind of like, like, it's definitely a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, like I bought myself some like solitude and space. And then yeah. on the other hand, I'm like, ooh, that was kind of shady of me. But then it feels so good. <laughs> You're like, yeah, <laughs> I'm hurting. Don't, don't do this. Okay, we have just a few more. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. 
Okay. Oh, steady ourselves. This is probably the hardest question out of all the questions that I've asked. It's not that it's a bad question. It's just, I just can't believe I'm going to use these words in front of my mother. (sighs) Okay. Question number 14. How do you feel about butt stuff? (laughs) What the heck is that? (laughs) Butt stuff. Stuff. Yeah, well, like but I understand, but the stuff? What I are you mean, stuffing? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean Wait, are you saying sex in the butt? Or just, you know sticking playing, stuff in your butt? Playing playing like beads? <laughs> sure. <laughs> or a finger. That. Or wait. a tongue or you know. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. A tongue? Do you know what comes out of your butt? Oh man, she's like Poop. missed on, out on the last Maybe few years of the internet because like that is people yes. are so right. people wear shirts now that says I like butt stuff. Yeah, wow. there was actually I've never like, even heard of that saying before. I mean, I feel bad for saying this like in front of you right now, but I I just read something yesterday that like a Florida man was like arrested because he refused to take a sticker down on the back of his truck that said, I eat ass. <laughs> and he wouldn't. So they arrested him and they held him for a few days. And then there was like something that proved like you can't arrest somebody over that. Like he can have it up if he wants. But like, that's a thing. Amazon. They're always in Florida. That is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Seriously. They're Florida always, man. There's always a Florida, Florida man. man. Yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, that's a, that's very much it a is, thing. It, it is all the rage. I've never heard that before. Well, I mean, it's just another way of saying, like, what do you think about anal play? But oh, right. I like butt stuff because it's just, it's funnier. You know, like. It has just, more levity about it. Has it has more levity about it. Right. And it's just the way that I talk about it, you know. Mm, nah. Yeah. Okay. Good she's answer. looking pretty squeamish. Yeah, she's <laughs> like. <laughs> uh, she said, stuffing what? <laughs> That was the best quote of all time. Stuffing what? It was Uh, so genuine too. Um, Um, No, it's it's not it's not my jam. I have delved into the waters, but it is not necessarily my jam. It is. I'm not going to tout that. Like you know, yeah. It's an. It's oh my god. It's an acquired taste. Yeah, it's an acquired taste. But it taste. really is. And there's it a really part is. of me that like, you know, it's still to my core is like a, a germaphobe. So there's still yes. just like a... Okay, just like a, uh. I want to talk about this with y'all because I feel like this is something that is hereditary because it I is. am also a germaphobe it's when it comes okay. to sexy stuff. Like, I don't like very. spit. I don't like semen. I don't no, like snot. Yeah. I don't... Nothing. It's like, very... if you have bodily fluids, I do not want them to touch me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like keep it to yourself. Because there's some people who dig that stuff like oh, they're okay time. with like swallowing and mm-hmm. you know but i'm just like and, like it, gurgling i'm just like that mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm sorry oh, but it's face. real <laughs> trust me like that's how i feel i'm about still it stuck too, on spit but... play okay i'm trying to imagine what that looks like you don't okay. really want to though okay yeah like, you don't it's I not mean, it's, for us it's not for us okay you know it's but it's the reason why i brought this up is because i feel like there are some people who are just like I'm really into that. And there are people Mm -hmm. that are just not. And so hearing you say like, you're really squeamish and like weird. I'm like, Oh, maybe it is hereditary. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, I think it is. Cause I I don't like that stuff. I I, I think that you get to a point where you're certain things are just 
not a turn on. Yeah. yeah. Just- uh huh. And that is definitely one of those things. I, I suppose like a very distasteful comment would be to say that sometimes I say that I could not like ever picture myself being a lesbian because I could never like go down on a woman. Like I, ugh, like, ugh. But here's the thing that I've heard ugh. to counter that. I mean, we don't have to go too graphic here because I don't want to make <laughs> She's like, I am out. But at least she, you know, she has like wine. Sure, so, yeah. sure. We just pour some more wine. Um, <laughs> more wine. More wine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing that I heard once is that like when it comes to going down on a guy or someone with a penis, it's not like we have sat there thinking, oh my gosh, you know what I really want to do when I see that thing? I want to put my mouth on it. <laughs> right. You're just right. willing to do things for people that you really, really love and that, that you're really, true. really attracted to. So like, I think it's, I totally hear what you're saying, but I also think that like sex is weird. Sex is like you're mashing your parts on other people's parts, you know, and you only choose to do that with someone that like you really like, you right. really trust right. or like you're really attracted to, you yeah. know? So I'm not that. saying never say never, but kind I of feel that never. Yeah. But like, Ooh, in other words, what's good for one person may not be good for somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, that the, the spit swapping, that sounds like it's like <laughs> I envision a straw and you're blowing your spit into oh a straw. Oh my gosh. No. And, I mean, that sounds like the most disgusting thing ever. But I mean, hey, if you want to chew somebody else's gum while they're chewing on it, hey, more power to you. I mean, I just. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm never in the business of yucking anybody's yums because people no, really right, like it. But right. for me, I just, I have a hard line on yeah. bodily fluids. Like yeah. I just, I can't cannot it's it's weird but I also have been trying to relax on that a little bit because of what I just said like bodily fluids are going to happen so I'm kind of lately I've been relaxing a little bit and thinking about like well you know it's going to happen and if I can't if if I'm going to be so weirded out about that then I shouldn't be having sex because sex is never going to be clean right you know it it, I don't think it ever will be considered clean clean per se but I remember when I was a teenager and the very first encounter I had with a penis was when I was in a, um, I believe he had a Mustang and he pulled it out and started basically jacking off. First of all, I was like stunned because I'd never seen one close up. Oh my gosh. Second of all, like, what is as happening? he came, he, he had his semen in his fingers and he said, you want some? Because I hear that it's really, really good for your... Um, it was something like 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 it's just very healthy. Or something? Yeah, it's very oh healthy. Oh my gosh, that is and, a wild introduction and, to that. And I said no, thank you, because I saw it dripping off of his fingers, and I went no. That is he so goes, come on, taste. Don't you want to taste? And I said no, thank you. First of all, that so, is just so rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so rude. I mean, like, seriously, no consent there whatsoever. What? I mean, at least he asked, and you didn't like put it in your mouth. But like, yeah. still, like, why would you? Oh my god! Yeah. So I mean, if you if you think about that as that being my very right. first introduction to seeing someone's penis, right. and then seeing that too. I was oh, like, yeah, that's you got that both all of those connections. Is that's like disturbing, nasty, and <laughs> please, you need to take that away from me because <laughs> like, I don't want to see that, boy. Yeah, we're, you have a Kleenex somewhere. I mean, I just put that back in your pants right now because <laughs> I'm not a pill. I'm not. I'm, I'm not amused. That is so. And I wild. remember because he was parked. We were parked at a park, and as he showed me that, and I thought, okay, I'm scarred for life. I will never look at his pants without thinking about that again. <laughs> I'm just like oh disturbed. Gosh. 
That's you know? so crazy. But, uh, he says, come on, don't you want to taste? And I said, no, like, thank you. no. Yeah, no, thank you. You know, sure, appreciate the offer, but like, but absolutely no, not. That's really, that's and a bizarre kind of proposition. That's bold. Benefit, does that have? I don't think so. I uh, Yeah, I would have been like, well, how about you eat it then? Yeah. I mean, if it's so good for you. Yeah, you go Bon appetit. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, enjoy. <laughs> enjoy. Yeah. I, I won't partake, but that like, wild. please do. Oh, Lord have mercy. Okay. Um, which celebrity would you hypothetically leave your man for? <laughs> I would never leave my man for celebrity. Oh, for Pete's sake. <laughs> hypothetically. Just say, like, just hypothetical. Man. Mommy looks like she's having a moral dilemma. It's okay. It's all hypothetical. It's not going to happen. I don't know. You go first, Journey, because I'm trying to think. I'm yeah. I'm actually trying to like scrounge up a human right now. I'm really well, bizarre. What? Jason Momoa. He is really attractive. I don't even know who that if is. If he walked through this door <laughs> and said, "I want you to be mine," I would be like, "Bye, yes, Jonathan." Please. <laughs> Without question. But that's just an exterior. Well, yeah, yeah, but that's what we're talking about. <laughs> that is the only I don't care about here. what his internal is like. I don't care about his personality. Right. That man is hot. Well, there's a doctor on TV. His name is Dr. Choi. Who's that? What He's show? On, uh, Chicago Med. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll have to look him up. Dr. Joe? Choi. Choi. I'm going to look he's him up Asian. right now while you give us your... <laughs> My answer. Um... Oh, he's cute. I want to see. Oh, okay. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I, I w- he could get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is this the guy? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> he's just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure is. He could get it. Oh, my gosh. Um, I was watching um, the very terrible Twilight Zone reboot. I'm so sorry, Jordan Peele, but it's awful. It is really, um, it's really There bad. is, what is his name? He's a fine Asian gentleman. I don't know why we both. Is like it, Asian, um, but it's a Walking Dead? The Walking Dead. Yes. Oh, plays Lynn. Lynn in The Walking He's Dead. Yes. Yes. I don't know why that man is just is so, this. so kind to me. And the reason why I say like, I don't know why is just because there are times where like people with like that style of like mustache, oh, like right. it's just that mustache gets me, but it has to be on the right person. But there's just something about it. That whole Twilight Zone episode, I was just like, I don't really care that this episode is garbage. <laughs> I'm getting to look at him like just be like attractive as hell. Like that was, <laughs> that was great. Um, to be, I guess maybe this is kind of basic of me, but I think like Jon Snow, Kit Harrington. Oh my God, he could he, get it. Yeah. 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 You would, know, oh I my God, since that. we're talking about Game of Thrones, who is the faceless guy? Do you know who I'm talking about? The, the uh, you know, Arya Stark. Oh, um, 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 Do you know who um, that guy is? Yeah, what he has was like his a name? little blonde streak. Yeah, that blonde streak. I think yes. he is so fine. Thank you. So fine. Thank and you. I don't even think it's about looks. I think it's about like, there's like this mystery about him yes. that I don't know who he is, but I know that there's something about him that I want. There's this coy smile he does. Oh my God. That is excellent. But though, every time he comes on, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're I cute. agree. He's so cute. Yeah, I I will second that. 
that nomination. Yeah. I think that's an excellent choice. There was someone else that I was watching on Game of Thrones that I was like, oh my God. I have a creepy crush on Littlefinger. Like he's terrible, but for some reason okay. I have a creepy Me crush too, on him. Me too though. Me There's too. There's just something about his like tight little body. <laughs> <laughs> he looks kind of small. I don't know if he's actually small. But and he's like the gray on his temples. Yes. yes. I don't know what happened, but like at some point, just like that, that pepper, like I love a silver fox, man. Yes. Like this graying hair, it's just, it's excellent. And he's got that going for him. I don't know. Oli hates him. He thinks he's a creep. I mean, he's but... terrible. Oh, he's terrible. But he could get it. But he could. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, that was a riveting conversation. <laughs> the Game of Thrones <laughs> edition of Who Would You? Um, have you ever received a hickey? Oh, yeah. I feel like that's an easy question. Oh, yeah. I think I have been a while a long long time i think last time was like by an accident too i was like oh man like holy was like my bad i was like thanks because but I, i've yeah. also done that to him by accident too i'm like oh shoot yeah and you've got work tomorrow buddy my bad <laughs> <laughs> curling iron burn <laughs> and he could actually like he actually has enough hair he, yeah that could pass <laughs> seriously okay name a funny thing that happened to you during sex Man. Huh. Huh. So I'm just, I'm thinking of like, like little stupid moments, like stupid sounds that have like come out sometimes. Like there was like this sound that our, our chest was making when it was being pressed together. And it was just like this eternal, <laughs> it was like an eternal armpit fart of like a chest thing. And it just had us in fits. It had us in fits. Like just more so silly stuff like that was the first thing that came to mind. I remember using um, whipped cream one time and the whipped cream was spoiled. Oh, good. It smelled and it didn't, no it way. didn't go into any genitalia parts, did it? <laughs> it was, it stunk. Oh, that is that so like, funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was gross. That is really funny. Yeah, it was, like, <laughs> was it in a canister? Yeah. Oh, it was my in a canister God. And it smelled, it stunk. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, did you even continue, like, the act, or did it just die no, from there because like, of laughter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need to take a shower. We're going to have E. coli poisoning. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so disturbing. Oh my but that's God. pretty excellent. That is That pretty takes excellent. the cake. I mean, honestly, I don't even know if I have an answer to that, but like, it doesn't even matter because yeah, that was perfect. Yeah, that's great. Um, <laughs> number 18, have you ever flirted with a stranger? I've had some really weird interactions with strangers where like, like, of course, when I was single, but when I was like, is this person like a weird soulmate I just encountered where you just have this weird interaction and you think like, is this something? Oh my gosh. No, it's not. It's definitely not. I remember not. the guy in the wheelchair. Oh my you. gosh, yes. I was sparking I on her. him, man. We used to do a lot of, Journey and I used to do a lot of I dare you. Mm-hmm. And just like, it would be random and I'd say, I dare you. Mm-hmm. and Or she'd say, I dare you. And so I saw this guy in a wheelchair and we we're like, gosh, he's hot. Mm-hmm. So she says, uh, I dare you to go up to him and talk to him. Yeah. And she did. I was like, "How do I, told I even him that like, strike nice this conversation?" Looking. But like, he kept coming down the same aisles as us, and I just kept like wanting to stare and just be like, "Oh my god, 
and he's so fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is un- this is this is not okay. Yeah, like no, seriously, I'm not staring at you for anything else other than the fact that you are super attractive. And I think I like kind of said something to that effect to be like, I'm so sorry if I've been like weird. But, like, you're really attractive. And he, like, blushed. It was really charming. So, Aww. definitely. I've had some some encounters like that. Um, okay. When do you feel your sexiest? I, I think it kind of depends on, like, what I'm wearing sometimes. Like, there's a couple articles of clothing that I find just to be, like, really sexy and fun to wear. Um, and then I also really love, like uh, like, a robe that I have. It's, like, super yeah. sexy, too. And every time I put on the robe, I'm like... just every time I put on the robe like even though I'm like looking busted at the time I put on the robe and it still (laughs) feels like so silky and I'm just like yeah (laughs) yeah I have a robe that does that too like it doesn't even matter what my skin is doing that day what my hair is doing I put on the robe and I feel just like a goddess yeah I feel fine yeah so fine what about you I'm probably when I'm wearing something that makes me feel like I'm on point Mm. you know it's like wow I feel really courageous but what I like and what I feel confident and sexy about is not what, I mean, like I've got a pair of, uh, it's like a gown, a nightgown or something. And Jeff goes, Oh, I love that on you. And I'm like, this ratty thing. <laughs> I mean, it's so it really just depends, but I feel more confident when I'm wearing something that I know that I feel like I'm alluring and or whatever, but yeah, whatever you, makes you feel good, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't even matter confident. what it is, but you just feel good. Yeah, you just feel confident. Mm-hmm. I dig that. Okay, last two questions. Okay. This one, <laughs> I feel we already answered, but what do you think of incorporating food in sex? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You never try honey. Never That's try honey. That's no good. Why? Oh, just my gosh. I'm you tried honey. Sticky mess, yep. <laughs> Oh, there's probably like hair stuck yeah. to all the honey too. Yeah, can you just like gross? Even, that yeah, sounds like Sasha's trying to lick honey. See, and I, that goes back to like me getting squeamish over like yeah, I don't want to yeah. lick. Food I regretted off of it the minute anything. I did it. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it was way yeah way much. You've given me something not to do then. Yeah, not to say that like me. that was necessarily on my list of things to do but like I've not really done much food play and I've thought like maybe I'm just missing out like maybe I'm boring. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could think that maybe it's like super sexy but at the same time like we have a dog and a cat. Yeah. There is hair everywhere yeah. all the time. Like so we'll be kissing really want- and we have to pull apart to be like hair, dog hair. <laughs> so I pictured like like being like ooh babe I got some honey like yeah. wanna play and then, you're and then like- just be like uh, Honey is like a magnet for fuzz. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> pulling pulling nah. the fuzz out of your mouth. I, yeah. I think food play could be cute if it's like out of the bedroom. Incorporate it there, but yeah. like inside the bedroom, I'm going to be worried about my sheets. Yeah. Oh, that Getting too. dirty. Yeah. I'm going to be worried about, like we have ants in ants. our bedroom right now. <laughs> yeah. I do not want to have ants crawling like on a me. A lot of unsexy things could come from yeah. food but play. I think sex, I think cooking and sex can be incorporated totally, i think yeah. there are lots of times mm-hmm. when jeff it's almost like an, an innuendo but it's done purposely mm-hmm. where he will make like he might make steak and he'll slice off a piece and say here taste and he or mashed potatoes he'll mm-hmm. say here what do you think and he knows it's good but right. it's like, 
it's like he just but he just wants extra, you to yeah take Ooh, a nibble good yeah on his fingers. so there's there's certain things that are brought on by that whole here taste kind right. of thing, right so know? like food can be sexy but it yeah. does not necessarily belong around oh, sex it does yeah it doesn't necessarily necessarily have to be rubbed on your nipples or something the thanksgiving edition Five course meal gravy <laughs> mashed body. potatoes yeah i think the only way that it could work is if you you went like all in where right. you got like a right. tarp right. and yeah. you said okay we've got cakes We've got oh donuts. Oh, yeah. We've got oh, like pomegranates. Things. Like, let's just be, like that. That oh would gosh. be the way that I would do we it. We have done ice cream play and that was terrible. Oh, what is, yeah. how did that it's work? Just, it was just, it was just that he, like he was, he likes the idea of like food. He's always just joked like, I just want to eat ice cream off your body. And I was just laughing in his face. I'm like, yeah, but that's like, that's gross. It's just going to be like sticky <laughs> and gross. Sticky. <laughs> and now I do remember. Yeah. It, like, it's not like we got really into it, but it was just kind of like, ah, ha, ha. Here's some ice cream on you. And yeah. I kind of like put it on my chest and like licked it off. And you're like, and then like sticky. a few more minutes elapsed, and then I ended up kind of touching like my chest and just yeah. being like, oh, no. <laughs> like immediately was so sticky that I was like, hard stop. We are yeah. cleaning this off yeah. right now. Let us not continue. <laughs> this is a really bad idea. And it's not happened since. So I think that he also agrees, like, much to his disappointment, that it did not like live up to what he hoped it would be. Like, it's, it's, it's sticky. <laughs> it's gross and cold and yeah cold. i'm i'm not i don't want to be sticky and i don't want to be cold but in sex especially <laughs> right <laughs> okay last question question number 21 i can't believe we have I'm made it sad this is our last question to be honest this has been fun <sighs> but it must end <laughs> you're like please let it end <laughs> Okay, if you had to give someone a piece of sex advice, what would you give them? What would you say to them? Don't put yourself in a box. Be open-minded to what feels good and what feels good for your partner, too. Because sometimes we just don't want to go outside of where our comfort level is. Mm-hmm. And so then we lose all creativity as a result of that because we're just so afraid to go further than that. So mm-hmm. I think I think it would be more don't put yourself in a box. I like that. I do too, very much so. Um, I think mine would be to not get so swept up in like what might seem or like look sexy I think a lot of times people still mimic what they see in movies or in porn and they get this idea that that's what it's supposed to look like or sound like even um and I think it's to like detach yourself from that completely and like have a moment like there are times where I'll kind of get in that cycle where I'm like oh this is how I'm supposed to look right now this is how I'm supposed to sound and sometimes I'll just completely drop that and be like nope focus back on the breath because I'm not even enjoying myself that much. I'm so caught up in like mimicking enjoyment that I need to come back into my own breath, take some deep breaths, relax. And the minute I get into these deep breaths again, I'm having fun and it's awesome. And it's like, why did I do that to myself? Like I was just trying to like act sexy instead of just being like, no, like let me, let me take some breaths, relax. And like sexiness will happen. Yeah. 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 And then also don't listen to your inner voice always. Because the inner mm-hmm. voice is, gosh, I look so flabby. Why does mm-hmm. he find me attractive? Or, oh, I just don't like the way my body looks right now. Right. And, and then don't squash their um, 
compliments either because Jeff will say, oh, you're so beautiful. I'm like, oh, yeah, right, whatever. Yeah, and you're like, you know, like, okay. Yeah, I do that too. Okay, instead of me saying, thank you, and you're so sexy, it's like, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it's almost important to not squash their compliments towards you because that's the way they really see you. The way I look at it is if he didn't mean it, he wouldn't have said it, mm-hmm. you know. So um, that's really important not to just squash it, but just take it and use that as power to enjoy yourself. So. Aw, thanks, guys. Thank you Thank for you. letting me ask you these that was strange bad. questions. <laughs> that was not as bad as I thought it was I told be. you. I'm not going to like get you all up on here really, saying really silly stuff. It was wholesome. It was tame, but it was just on the edge, you know, <laughs> yeah, just on the edge of tame and wholesome. Well, right. I think some of it is just you have to. I, you're right when you said that some of it could be generational, because you have to remember that I grew up in an era where, in the 1960s, you had June Cleaver, mm-hmm. and and I mean she was wearing high heels and pearls cooking cooking dinner in the kitchen waiting for ward to come home for from work and our that generation her- wears shirts and says i eat ass <laughs> <laughs> right and he's like you know i'm in between i'm in between both of those girls <laughs> right. so it's like which one do i belong to that is so <laughs> actually, true actually never really one of those but it's, right. it's so, true. so true to be in the center of both of those and it's like okay, where do I fit in, in that? Right. And so, um, so it's, it is, some of it is generational. Some of it is, man, I'm a pastor's wife now. And that stigma holds true that all, although what happens in your bedroom doesn't leave your bedroom, there's still that part of me that says, oh, I've got to stay wholesome because that's right. just the way it is. Well, I'm really glad that you both were willing to go there with me. <laughs> Oh, no problem. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. I'm happy to be on and like have some levity about it too yeah. because I did really enjoy the podcast we did together. Um, but it definitely felt like heavy. But yeah. what was wild about it too is I didn't really realize that my story was that heavy until almost like after the podcast. And then I kind of like scooped everything back up and was like, whoa, like my, I thought that I always had more like, um, more levity in my mind about like my past than it actually was when I said it out loud. Yeah. So this has been like really refreshing just I'm to be like, glad. no, this is fun. That's what I wanted. Yeah, this was fun. This is coming actually full circle because if you stop and think about it, I'm a mom to you guys. And it's like, I'm talking sex with my daughters and mm-hmm. it's, it's intimate and we're talking and we're open and we're honest. Whereas when you were younger, the, there's always that thought of how far should I go? And mm-hmm. so it's, this is coming full circle and it is fun. And it's, it's cool to be able to have that dialogue with you guys and really be open about it and not feel like, Oh, I'm so embarrassed. You know, just really, just really enjoy the, the time of being able to be candid and open about it. So it's, to me, it's a Aww, gift. Mommy you know? always yeah. brings the wisdom. You know, always brings like the the like warm, fuzzy, right. feeling comments. Right. Like, I just love it. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I just love it. No, it's it's true but though it's, because it's, it is. yeah, it's. I mean, I look at him like, oh my gosh, we're talking sex and we're yeah. in front of microphones and very openly. And it's like, <laughs> wow, I should be like running, but I I I feel like this is very comfortable because we have that kind of relationship. Yeah, where yeah. we can all just talk about it and not feel like. Oh my gosh, what do I say? Yeah, you know, I don't so. think very many people can say that they like have conversations like this like 
around their mother, much less with their mother. Like so many people I know cannot even like dip a toe into these waters. So I think that's pretty fantastic because also if you would have told me like, I don't know, 15 years ago that we'd be like sitting down having this conversation, I would not have believed that. Yeah. So I'm like, even five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably say so too. So I think this is excellent. Yeah. I think it's the beginning. It's not red table. It's, it's brown, brown table. Brown table. Brown, brown table. table. Brown table talks. <laughs> brown girl table talk. There we go. Oh my yeah. gosh. Maybe we should create our own podcast. We oh should. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, brown, brown table, table brown girls. Seriously. Yeah. No, I'm like serious. <laughs> we'll see how this uh, this podcast goes over. And I then... know people might not want to listen after yeah. they hear us talk about swapping spit and butt stuff. And... <laughs> Stuff. Oh my gosh, Evian, your mom had no clue. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Butt stuff? <laughs> Stuffing where? Oh, oh my god, I love it. it was a turkey. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is produced, edited, and designed by me, Evian Whitney. Find me on my website, evianwhitney.com, and on Instagram at evian.whitney to keep up with me and my work. The Sexually Liberated Woman is made possible with editing help by Samantha Riddell and community support from each one of my very special patrons on Patreon. I literally couldn't do this without you. If you want to help sustain the sexually liberated woman, go to patreon.com slash SLW podcast and become a patron. And don't forget to rate and review on Apple podcasts. It helps others find the show. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you in the next episode. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.